Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. They are going crazy in Michigan as Junior is looking for the checkered flag. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is a hell of a guy. He's the guy that, that I look up to. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has won the Daytona 500 for the second time. Congrats to Junior. The world is right right now. Dale Jr. just won the Daytona 500. The Motor Racing Network presents Junior's Journey. Every time he comes by, the fans give a hearty cheer and a fist pump as Junior continues to lead. People adore him because he is just such a unique, real, down-to-earth person. I'm just a pilot, man. You know, I just want everybody to be happy. I want to do good. And, and uh, hopefully all of my dad's fans enjoyed this. This is for all them. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Susie Armstrong. Welcome to Junior's Journey, a walk through the life and driving career of NASCAR's most popular driver, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I'm Susie Armstrong. In episode one, we learned about Dale's humble beginnings, living in a double-wide trailer, and starting his career in racing with a little help from his famous father. Today, we revisit his early years in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, from fledgling driver to NASCAR champion. But this time, his dad would play an instrumental role. We ran late models every week at Myrtle Beach, and we'd race on, we'd race on, Fridays, on uh, Friday nights at Florence. Uh, so we were racing a lot. We, ran, we were running 35, 40 races a year in the late models from 94 through 96. Dad came to me in the off-season in 96 and uh, going into 97 said, we, our sponsor's gone. I don't have a lot of money to run your late model. You're going to get about uh, eight races if, if, if possible. And, uh, uh, but we, we are going to run you in, in a, in a uh, couple Xfinity races. Dale Earnhardt Jr., the Sickens Paint Chevy. I got to race at Michigan in the Xfinity car and ran in the top ten. I got a call from Ed Whitaker to run his car a couple races at Fontana and at uh, Bristol. I called a couple other teams, but they said no. And I ran my late model about eight times and didn't do anything memorable in it. And I had a car that we, I had a car that I had bought and uh, had a lot of trouble with it. Uh, that white car that had Sickens and Gargoyle sponsorship on it. We were breaking stuff falling off of it all the time, and we just couldn't keep the motor in it and all that. So we qualified good, just wouldn't finish races with it. Finally wrecked it at St. Louis. Dale Earnhardt Jr. ending up up against the inside retaining wall on the back straightaway. You know, I didn't hear anything from my dad, which I never expected to. You didn't see him a lot. You know, he's busy. And, uh... Everybody I was calling had deals and didn't have any interest in me. Oh, this particular set of pit stops, the big loser was Dale Earnhardt Jr. I had no idea what to do. And I walked in the shop. It was after New Year's, and the car was sitting there with my name on the roof. And Tony Sr. and them were standing there and laughing and grinning. And I was like, man, this is a joke. It's bullshit. That's, that's not even funny, man. Because <laughs> I, I thought it was a real joke. There was no... There was nothing... There was no... Um, way in hell that I thought I had an idea that I would get the opportunity to drive that car. And, um, and I was like, why do you, how did I, 
you know, how did I get into the conversation? And Tony Sr. said, I told him if he's going to spend his own, because he was, I think Dad was spending half of the sponsorship was his own money. AC Delco was covering the other part. And uh, he's like, I told him if he's going to spend his own money, he ought to spend it on his son. Why not, you know, give him a shot. So basically, Tony Sr. went to bat for me and told told Dad that, you know, we'll take Junior and uh, me and Tony Jr. will make a driver out of him. And that's what happened. The Dale Earnhardt Racing Team in Victory Lane with their young Long Island driver, Steve Park, tonight in Nashville. After winning three Xfinity Series races in 1997, Dale Earnhardt Incorporated's primary Xfinity Series driver, Steve Park, was on his way to the Cup Series. And Dale Jr. was the surprise pick to pilot the AC Delco Chevrolet. Dale Sr. wasn't the only one who had some reservations about Jr. driving for the family team. Jr.'s mom, Brenda Earnhardt. When his daddy decided to put him in the back then, which was the Bush or um, the Grand National Bush, I think it was. Oh, then I was a nervous wreck. And I, I told his daddy, I said, if anything happens to him, I'm coming after you. We knew he was in the equipment to be able to be competitive in the Bush series. No question about it. He, he was in top-level equipment. It, but it doesn't matter how good the equipment is. You still have to drive the race car. Veteran MRN announcer Alex Hayden. It, it took him some time to figure that out and to, to get used to the bigger horsepower over late model to get used to the different tires to get used to uh, the the way the cars worked in the air and and not only that but he was running bigger racetracks it takes some time to adjust to that dale inexperience versus experience here at the daytona international speedway you qualified third are you thinking when or are you thinking 160 laps of experience well we want all the experience we can get but uh you know it's an important race for us we've qualified good we got a good car so We'll just have to see how things roll out, how things play out for us. Trouble, Dick Trickle gets into Earnhardt. Earnhardt's car goes over. His car slams back to the ground as Trickle slides down the back straightaway. One flip for Earnhardt Jr., who does not slam into the inside wall until just now when the front of his AC Delco Chevrolet slams into the infield wall here on the back straightaway. I'm not going to say he jumped right in like a fish takes to water, not by any stretch. He had some learning to do, and, and he adjusted, obviously, very well to it. But that's a that's a testament to Dale Earnhardt Jr., the student, because he took the time to learn how to do things. Dale Jr. is strong, and he races Joe Nemechek into turn number one, beats him between turns one and two to grab the second position. But trying to catch Jimmy Spencer might be another point here. He's about four car lengths behind Spencer. By the third race of his rookie season, Dale Jr. seemed to be finding his way. Checkered flag waving as cars begin crashing behind in turn four to the stripe. It's going to be Jimmy Spencer holding off Dale Earnhardt Jr. to win the Las Vegas 300. Jr. earned a runner-up finish in Vegas, followed by a third in Nashville, 10th at Darlington, and another second-place effort at Bristol. You're going to see us in victory lane soon. So what grade do you give yourself today? Well, hopefully we'll get A-plus, but uh, we'll have to talk to the owner about that one. <laughs> Dale Jr. earned his first career victory in the seventh race of the season at Texas Motor Speedway. Certainly there was pressure on his shoulders when he exploded onto the top stages of NASCAR because of his name to be able to compete to, to try to rightly or wrongly live up to what his father's precedent was already set in the, the eyes of the race fan. After the Texas win, Junior finished 32nd at Talladega, 28th in Nazareth, and 30th at Charlotte. To the people in the garage area, he was just Dale Junior. 
and we understood that he was a rookie and he was just coming into the sport and he had a lot of uh, things to learn and the learning curve was was rather steep. Led by his uncle and crew chief, Tony Urey Sr., it wasn't long until Dale Jr. found his way back to the top. Huge crowd here at Dover on its feet, saluting 23-year-old Dale Earnhardt Jr., who comes off turn four to the checkered flag. Earnhardt wins the MBNA Platinum 200 left hand out the window, waving at the crowd as he goes by. Second victory of 1998. Tony Urey Sr. congratulating his driver. Tony, congratulations. The kid did a great job. Hey, this, this kid's got to be reckoned with, man. He's good. Having won twice before the season's halfway point, Junior took aim on a higher achievement. We got to win this championship. You knew you had a good car when you came into this series. Did you honestly expect to win twice before the midway point of the season? No, I didn't, but uh, hell, I don't care. (laughs) I love it. Throughout the summer of 98, Junior continued to roll. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is cruising on the backstretch. Nothing left but the checkers for Dale Jr. as he makes his way back to turn three. Drops left side rubber all the way down to the white stripe in the corner, then drifts a bit off turn four, heads off the corner and back to the stripe. He won earlier this year at the Texas Motor Speedway near Fort Worth. He won in Dover, Delaware, the MBNA 200, and today he wins at the Milwaukee Mile. The diehard 250 belongs to Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, we're pretty happy with the Chevrolet, uh, the AC Deco Chevrolet Monte Carlo, and uh, Tony and Tony Jr. put a good setup under the car. Uh, I want to say to my daddy, uh, he's watching from the Bahamas, I guess, somewhere. Uh, uh, he's gonna, he missed one, so we're going to have to get another one. Earnhardt again, tiptoes his way into turn three, lets the car slide wide and nails the gas, looking for the checkers off the corner. He has dominated the middle portion of the NASCAR Busch Series season. He scores his fifth win of the year tonight. Dale Earnhardt Jr. takes the checkered flag and wins the Kroger NASCAR 200 in Indianapolis. Yeah, we're trying to teach this kid patience. He's such a hard charger, he gets himself in trouble. And, uh, this AC Delco race team's doing a great job. I don't know what to say about him. He's so great, man. We, uh... We're on a high right now. I hate to come off of it. I know they're going to catch us sooner or later, but uh, we're going to enjoy it while we got it. Uh, this team really wants it bad, and I want it too, uh, but it's, it's really for them and, and my father because they put a lot into this Bush program in the past 10, 15 years, and uh, it's about time they got some out of it. Earnhardt Jr. has been the man all night, and here he comes for the last time down the back straightaway. He's led all but 14 laps in this race to the stripe. His sixth win of the season, Dale Earnhardt Jr. takes tonight's Auto Line 250 at Richmond. If we keep this up, man, we got a great shot of winning this point. We led uh, less laps, we led the most laps. Those are all bonus points, and we got to get up every one we can. As summer turned to fall, the AC Delco team's focus on the championship sharpened as Dale Jr. earned seven top tens over the final ten races and piled on another victory. 45,000 people have come to their feet, hands and hats waving down the front straightaway as Dale Earnhardt Jr. rockets across the start-finish line. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. has won the CarQuest Auto Parts 250. That's number seven, and we just want to keep clicking them off. We ain't going to back down at all, back off at all, watching points. That ain't our game. We uh, we end up running wide open, and we won't keep that way. Coming off a second-place run in Atlanta, Dale entered the final race of the season virtually assured he'd be the 1998 champion. It's going to be an unusual championship celebration today in Homestead. Dale Earnhardt Jr., who locked up the title by starting the race, has just gone up in a cloud of smoke down the front straightaway. He's taken the car down onto the apron. He's coasting back around to pit road. Obviously, some sort of a major mechanical failure, maybe under the hood. And his championship is going to be celebrated back in the garage area as one of the first cars to retire from this event. Well, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is on top of his car, Barney, and uh, he jumps into the arms of his crew. 
gives the fans a big salute, and uh, he knows his day's over, but he knows the, the year-long conquest is over, too. I've been thinking about the championship all year long, and, we're, you know, this is a real neat deal to have it wrap up uh, at the end of the year. We had a little trouble today, but it's good to have my daddy here and Teresa to enjoy this with us and all these race fans, man, here I'm cheering for you and be glad that you won this championship. That makes it all, you know, worth going through. And I thought there was more, you know, other things that were more important. But, to, you know, to hear these race fans cheer is what it's all about. Get a real quick thought from Dale Earnhardt Sr. Dale, we know this is Dale Jr.'s day. We've got to get a thought from the car owner's perspective. He, he's won his championship. is amazing, you know. Dale. And uh, that's, that's it, really. I just knew he could uh, do the job if he concentrated. And he did, and uh, here we are, champions. It's just a great year, and we got, uh, we're got we going to do some more, and we're going to win some more, and we're going to have some more good times, and we're going to have some more bad times, and that's why I love the sport. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s seven-win season was capped with a NASCAR Xfinity Series championship. And even as he celebrated, he looked ahead to what 1999 might bring. We're excited about our future next year. We got another year in 99 with the Bush season, and we're excited about that. We, we think we got another good chance of winning the championship then, and we're going to run some Winston Cup races with Budweiser, and there's just a lot of good things going on right now. We're just savoring the moment and happy, and my, my whole family's here, and uh, the Yuri's Tony and Tony Jr. Up until I had the opportunity to race in the uh, Xfinity Series uh, for my father, I hadn't really, in my opinion, uh, done anything to, to sort of anchor myself into the sport as a driver. No longer an unproven rookie, Dale Earnhardt Jr. entered 1999 the favorite to win the NASCAR Xfinity Series championship. I don't think Dale Jr. was like coming out of the box being the, the all-star race car driver. I think the team as a whole made him an all-star. J.R. Rhodes worked for Dale Earnhardt Sr. You had the confidence of the seven-time champion as your car owner, and he's given him insides and outsides all day long. He really cared about his race team. You also had you had Tony Senior, who was at the time was on top of his game, and he knew what was, what was going on and things like that. Um, and I just think the confidence, you know, confidence is worth some points that people don't you know give you enough credit for. All that confidence might have been shaken as Junior stumbled out of the gate, finishing 14th at Daytona and 35th in Rockingham. Over the first 14 races of the season, Dale hadn't won a race and earned just five top five finishes. He's been close on a couple of occasions. I think he came in here, in fact he has been the last few weeks on a man on a mission to get himself into victory lane. Things started looking up in early June as the Xfinity Series raced in Dover. Been a dry 1999 so far for Dale Earnhardt Jr., but looks like today finally he'll cash in and get a cool drink. He shows the way for the final time back into turns three and four. For the first time in 1999, Dale Earnhardt Jr. will go to victory lane. Dale, I tell you what, there's been a whole lot made out of you guys not winning this year, but I think you've been strong all year long. Congratulations. Finally back here in victory lane. I hope all the Earnhardt fans are happy. We've been uh, out of victory lane for a while. Let's give them something to celebrate about. Unofficially 29 points up. He left Dover with the NASCAR Xfinity Series point lead and a surge of confidence. South Boston. Here they come to the start-finish line. Earnhardt Jr. wins it. And it is Earnhardt Jr. who will score his second straight victory. Watkins Glen. Dale Earnhardt Jr. passes Ron Fellows on the last lap. He comes to the start-finish line. Three straight wins on the NASCAR Bush Series. Earnhardt Jr. wins the Lysol 200 at Watkins Glen. Let's go to pit road. Well, this one was worth celebrating, Tony Urie. Only way to win this point race over here, you got to win races. We haven't been doing that all year. This is three in a row for us. We're getting that act back together. Hey, I don't know what to say about that kid. 
He's awesome. As he did the year before, Junior would have to battle a young Matt Kenseth for the series championship. With 14 laps to go in the Napa 200, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is looking pretty good as far as the championship is concerned. Came into the race one point ahead of Matt Kenseth. Earnhardt Jr. is leading. Kenseth is losing some positions on the racetrack. Winston Kelly has an update from Pit Road for us. Well, Matt Kenseth just now goes by Robbie Rice with the crew chief on the car looking at it. Robbie, the car the car sounds a little bit sour. The car sounds a little bit sour. You know, he said what it is. Now he lost the cylinder the way it sounds. Uh, all right, it's going to have to finish it out. we got 14 to go here. Everybody's pretty spread out. we we'll just do the best we can with what we got. As Kenseth struggled to a 24th place finish, Dale Jr.'s winning ways continued. After a terrific duel for most of the event with Jeff Gordon, he pulls away in the final laps to score his fifth win of the 99 season. Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes to the strike checkered flag. He wins the Napa 200 at Michigan. In Richmond, Kenseth's woes kept coming. With Matt Kenseth finishing back in 20th position at best as the field makes its final lap. But Jr. rolled on. Off the final quarter, checkered flag in sight. Victory and a huge gain toward his championship goal for Dale Earnhardt Jr. He takes the Autolite Platinum 250 five car lengths over Mark Martin. Uh, you told us before the race, it's been hard sleeping, racing for the championship. You really stretch that lead out. Sleep better tonight. <laughs> Not tonight. I'll sleep better after I get home from Redskins game on Sunday. Down the stretch, Dale Jr. amassed a large lead over Kenseth in the championship standings. Let's focus first on the fight for the NASCAR Bush Series Championship, which could be won today by Dale Earnhardt Jr. Marty Snyder's with him on pit road. Well, he only needs to gain 30 points on Matt Kenseth, and the title will be his. The second-to-last stop of the year was in Phoenix, Arizona. Here in Phoenix for the first time, and I really don't know what type of race we're going to see today, so we're just going to have to check it out for the first half half of it and uh, see if we can keep ourselves in position to stay up front, maybe maybe gain some points on Matt, but uh, he's... He's tough every week, so it'll be uh, you know, hard to speculate what's going to happen. And Matt Kenseth? Matt, you've got to gain some points. You've got to keep Junior from gaining points. What's the game plan? Uh, I don't really know what to expect. Uh, the car could be could be good and uh, could be bad. I'm not sure. In happy hour, it was just kind of uh, halfway in between. So, I don't know. Hopefully, we made the right decisions in the Dwalt Chevy. We... Uh, uh, never running here, didn't really have much of a baseline, so uh, hopefully it'll take off all right. Kenseth was good, but Junior was better as the checkered flag waved. It's all Jeff Gordon unchallenged off of turn four. Here comes Gordon to the start-finish line. Checkered flag in his first Bush Series win since 1992. Gordon takes the Outback Steakhouse 200 at Phoenix. Dale Earnhardt Jr. finishes second. Here comes Matt Kenseth to the start-finish line. Kenseth will finish eighth. And that will make Dale Earnhardt Jr. the NASCAR Bush Series champion for 1999. Yeah, it feels real good, I tell you, man. We won a championship last year, and we're supposed to perform like champions this year. And it was getting close. Matt, I tell you what, he was he was making my life rough. Uh, having a lot of a lot of weeks there, I went without him sleeping and just couldn't stand it. And I was, I'm glad it's over with. Well, congratulations. I appreciate it. Thank you. This one, this one's here for the race fans, too. Thank you. Having locked up the title, the final race of the season in Homestead was a mere formality. Joe Nemechek will win. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is second. Jimmy Spencer third. Champion again. Congratulations. Yeah, it feels good, man. We're real excited. We'd have liked to win that race today, and we thought we had ourselves in position, but uh, second's good enough. That's three seconds in a row at the end of the year, so I'm just real happy with the ACDL Co. team and uh, excited that everything went like it did this year. I didn't look there for a while like we was going to win the championship, but we came back, and I'm looking forward to going with these boys in Winston Cup. 
1998 and 99 remain the only years Dale Earnhardt Jr. competed full-time in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Through that time, he piled up 13 race wins, 34 top fives, and 44 top 10 finishes. Once again, MRN's Alex Hayden. You win not only races, but win championships uh, at the number two level of NASCAR racing. Uh, you absolutely have proven that, A, you belong in that style of race car, and B, you're worthy of continuing your career on to the next level. So uh, one championship is spectacular. You win two, that's even better. MRN pit reporter Winston Kelly. He was always striving to live up to expectations that anybody had. Uh, Dale is Dale Jr. is very, very loyal to his race fans, to his team owner, whether it was team owner Dad or his team owner Rick Hendrick, uh, and wants to deliver for them. Not he, It's not his ego, because he doesn't have an ego. It's not like I need to deliver for myself. He wants to live up to the expectations of those he's representing, his team owner, his fans, his sponsors. And I think that goes back to those first two championships or to 2017. Next time, it's a new millennium, and NASCAR's brightest young star makes the jump to the Cup Series. A walk through Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s rookie season in our next episode of Junior's Journey. Until then, I'm Susie Armstrong. Junior's Journey is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Junior's Journey is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's back here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak.